My Mac Podcast 307 with listener invite Gazmaz. Huh? Me? I thought you was the listener invite. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. This is the MyMac.com podcast with Guy, and guess what? Gazmaz is back. Yes, is I'm back. back from my holidays. Great to talk to you, Guy. Hey, how was it, man? You're fantastic. It was like, it's like where's Gaz? Where is he? <laughs> now, yeah, it, was, it, it wasn't all vacation, though. Well, no, the first week, uh, I actually, I'm supposed to be in Belgium this week as well, to be perfectly honest with you, but uh, um, I got a call on on my phone, which was quite amazing, really, because some of the reception we had in the area we were was non-existent. Mm. Uh, and I got this message, and I thought, oh, I'll leave this message uh, on the Friday morning when we was coming home um, that night, or that day, supposedly. But we've got friends down there. We're going to pop in and see them on the way back. Anyway, I got this message, and I left it. And um, come 4 o'clock in the afternoon, I finally decide to... Uh, I got a, We got into a good reception area. And I thought, I'll listen to this message. And, um, yeah, it was a message to ring in urgently because the trip the week after the two weeks holiday uh, was cancelled. So I'm not in Belgium this week. Uh, I'm going to Belgium for the latter part of next week. But I was also in Belgium the week before I went on holiday. So I would have <laughs> been away for four weeks. Well, where did you go on holiday again? We went to a place called, it's a county in the UK in the southwest called Cornwall. Uh, oh, and in particular nice. in Cornwall, I went on the south coast, uh, which is uh, Whitsand Bay. We was in a um, a studio overlooking the sea, and we were pretty much on the seafront. At high tide, the waves splashed up against the lower walls of this place. So, wow. Yeah. And the second week, we were in a uh, Manacan, uh, which is a place just further down in Cornwall, uh, south of a place called Helston, uh, and near Falmouth, actually. Uh, and luckily for us, the second week we, when we were down there, the uh, it was called Falmouth, um, Falmouth Week, I think they call it. And it's basically a sailing regatta. They have all sorts of oh, stuff. Oh, very going. nice. And uh, on one of the days, um, basically the Red Arrows, which is the uh, an aeronautic uh, display team that you might have heard of. Yeah, aren't uh, they? Aren't they? Um, uh, isn't isn't that the Royal Navy? Are they uh, part of the Air, Royal Navy? Air Force. Royal Air, Air Force. Force. Okay. Yeah, it's the Air Force. Basically, it's their you know it's the their best pilots get uh, get to have a go in uh, the Red Arrows and and show off uh, their flying yeah. skills. Wow. What are um, they? Uh, do you know what they fly? And uh, they're called Nats. G N A T Nats. Well, that's what they used to be. I'm not sure if they still are. To be honest with you, thinking about it, but I'm, I'm pretty sure they're still called. It's still a Nat that they use. And that's the, point, that's the type of plane been, that they use. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've been around a long, long time, and uh, it's always spectacular. And I'll send you a link to um, some Flickr photos, because cool. I've uploaded some shots. Um, and I'll send you a link and make sure that goes into the show notes, because yeah. uh, there's one or two cracking shots in there, even if I do say so myself. Well, you know, it was fun. I, um, I used to date this girl that was in the Air Force, and she was stationed down in um, Valdosta, Georgia. Uh, I think it was mm -hmm. called Moody Air Force Base. And uh, one of the last times that I went down there, they were having an air show, and the um, oh god, I can't think of what are the uh, the Blue Angels, the Blue Angels, yeah. the Blue Angels were doing you know their their little bit, and they're flying all over the place, and you know they're in these these beautiful F 16s and you know it's all spectacular. And then the announcer comes out, and here comes the Moody Air Force Base F-4s when these things are from, like, you know, the mid-60s. And you can see them yeah. coming from a mile away because they're just blasting out black smoke behind them. They're not quite in, not quite in the, the kind of formation that they should have been. And no, it's, like, no. it's like, yeah, so follow up the Blue Angels with 20-year-old yeah. F-4s. Good yeah, normally move. They, normally they, they end the show with the cracking ones, don't they? <laughs> 
Perhaps uh, those, perhaps those are the, were a little bit late getting in. Well, either that or the Blue Angels were like, no, 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 no. We're not going to follow F4s. <laughs> no, just not going to do it. Well, I tell you, there's, there's been one or two um, documentaries on the Red Arrows. And if you ever get to see them, you, you just watch them because it's uh, the documentary is really interesting well, stuff. I, I, I love I love going to air shows. I mean, just yeah, some of the yeah, amazing yeah. things that – and you know, just pilots all over the world can do, can just make some of these planes just stand on a dime and – they're brilliant, aren't they? Oh, just fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. Well, so, it, was, it, it was a pretty good display. And, and from our standpoint, because we weren't actually in Falmouth, Falmouth itself, we were across the water mm-hmm. and slightly to the right on a place called St. Anthony's Head. And we're on a beach. And I, I, pretty, I did two things, actually. I recorded it with uh, the Z18 or ZI8 um, Kodak um, camera that I've got mm-hmm. um, and also took the pictures. Um, and I've got a. Uh, Does that do video so, too? What? The, well, no. I've got a Sony A two hundred, and I've got the the uh, Kodak, which is a, a video camera. Oh, cool. Um, which also takes stills, actually, and it takes some pretty good stills, to be honest with you. Um, but but I was taking some. I've got a zoom, a seventy to two hundred zoom on the uh, on the Sony. Oh, very and nice. I was using that, so I was and and. But this time round, I've never taken shots. I've seen a few Red Arrow displays and taken a few shots before, but they've always looked flat before. But we had a lot of cloud this time, and it's just made the pictures look really, really good. I'm really pleased with them. So, so they just like kind of pop out from in front of the clouds and stuff? Yeah, yeah. It's given it. I think it's given it a lot more perspective than what I'm used to because yeah. it's either been flat cloud that I've uh, taken pictures before or it's been blue sky. And although you get, you know, some brilliant colors with the red arrows, you know, because they are red yeah. against the blue sky, it's still not as dramatic as these shots are. Yeah, well, you don't, get, you don't get much in the way of depth, of depth, for no. depth, no. depth, 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 depth perception. No. <laughs> Wait, got to take the tongue out. That's right. And I also took some pictures with them uh, with the water, you know, so you could see them uh, against the landscape. So I, I, I'm pretty pleased with them. I'll send the link across. You can take a look. You can say, yeah, what are you on about? It's rubbish. <laughs> but. So then, course, then you come home. Then and- I come home. And I understand you're you're having some more some more problems. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll talk about that in a little while. I was going to just briefly mention that the, the fact that uh, basically I, I took my iPod Touch away with me, and mm-hmm. I took the iPad, and my daughter took her, her iPhone, and I was quite surprised because this first place that we got to, it had really good download speeds and a, wi- a Wi-Fi connection that I could easily get get onto. Um, and the iPad became invaluable. I kind of had this in the mind, back of my mind, that I would download some of the photos on the iPad so that I could obviously keep um, space on the card for the camera free. Right. Um, because obviously they, they soon fill up. And although I've got an 8-gig card and a 4-gig card, if you're taking raw pictures, it's... You know, it fills up so, real quick. So I was using the um, the iPad as a storage device, but uh, this this... Um, an iPad app that I've got, which is called Photogene, or I like to know, I like to call it Photogenie, but it is probably pronounced really Photogene. Um, and I used that uh, and uploaded one or two of those uh, to Twitter while I was away. And um, it's a cracking little app. So there's, you know, certainly something which people should take a look at. There are one or two free apps out there, but I really like the workflow that this app's got. Yeah, who makes that? Ah, uh, you're going to catch me out there. Let me just open it up because <laughs> I've got them here. Uh, it's, it's, oh, do you know his Wait, no, I found it? it. I found it. Omir, Omir Shore, S-H-O-R. Omir Shore, that's it. Yeah. I just got and uh, um, and his, his website's got a tutorial on how to use it. They've got a, an iPhone stroke iPod Touch um, application, and they've also got a, uh, one for the iPad, which is the one that I, I think is really good. Yeah, really. I'm looking at that here on, in the the US iTunes store. It's uh, 199 for the iPhone version and 399 for the iPad version. Yeah, and I think it's two pound 39 for the iPad version over here. So, uh, but it's 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 definitely worth a look, and uh, I I certainly like the workflow. There there was another uh, app that I looked at, but I, I'm not going to mention it because. I tried it a couple of times and just couldn't get on with it. I, I'm obviously using Photogene too much and, and uh, <laughs> got, used, got used to using it. Well, if it, you know, if, if that's the one you, you know, you're always going to be more productive with tools that you that you like to use. 
I mean, that's, that's pretty much what very it comes true. down to. That's very true. That's very true. And it, uh, it, it's, it's a tool I like to use. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, how, so how did I, you get, how did you get the pictures out, out, out of the camera? Uh, into the well, I've got, I bought the camera connection kit. Um, <sighs> I, I ordered that straight away. And, and oh, I right. think I, I think I played a blinder there, to be honest with you, Guy, because um, I've been, I'm still hearing of people who are struggling to get hold of one. Well, I, I was actually at the, uh, the Pentagon City here in Virginia, the Pentagon City I, 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 Apple Store. Wow, I'm having trouble tonight. And <laughs> Put those teeth back in. <laughs> and they actually had probably 10 of them there. Right. Um, I, I, I was really, really tempted to get one, but I, I'm trying to, like, not have my credit cards blow up in my face. Mm. So yeah, just, it's fair enough. I'm trying to hold back now. The one thing that they well, did I, have... I kind of budgeted for it when I was getting the iPad because I, I thought I'd, I I had, as I said to you, I had this in the back of my mind that yeah. that's what I'd use it for when I was going away. Uh, I I did finally get a chance to try out the uh, the Magic Trackpad. Who's I just can't stand that name, but <laughs> this is this is something that I I think. Uh, could very well replace the uh, the trackpad that I've been using for uh, ten fifteen years. Really? Yeah. I mean, I was I was really really impressed. I'm though. hearing different things. I'm hearing people that are saying that they've got a trackpad, um, uh, the Wacom tra- trackpads, mm-hmm. and that they're going to stick with those. Yeah, but, but you can't uh, do, you can't do it, the, the 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 touch stuff. No, that no, that's true. But they're they're still using a mouse, you know. So what I'm here, what I'm seeing is a lot of people have got a magic mouse, mm-hmm. and they're using the trackpad directly next to the keyboard, and they're finding that they're not using the magic mouse anymore. Yeah, and I, they're kind it, of saying, "That's it, goodbye, magic mouse." Yeah, if, if you're if if you're a, a laptop guy and you spend a lot of time using the the trackpad in your laptop, using the the magic trackpad, I can't stand that name. Is is just like an extension from from your from your laptop. It's just like a bigger trackpad than what you have on your laptop. It, it's yeah. really very cool. And if I, they I had any for sale, one. I would have bought one. You did? No, I, if they'd had any for sale. Oh, I see. Now, I see. Sorry, I missed that. No, no, that's fine. The, uh, the one thing I didn't like about it is, and I know this is probably going to sound weird, uh, it was Bluetooth only. And yeah, I, I don't well, that, like that, that always messing around with mouse, To be honest with you, but um, you know, it seems to it seems to work right and connect fine. So. Yeah, but then you got to deal with batteries, and you know, if yeah. if all of a sudden that, it, you know, it, it just I, I like it better if because if I have my my uh, keyboard plugged in directly, well, I got two ports right there. You know, I'm using one of them right now for for my trackball. So why not just give me one that's that's wired that connects right up through my keyboard? Well, of course, that's why I'm now getting into the battery business and the recharging battery <laughs> business, aren't I? Yeah. I mean, if they're not careful, they're going to be everything to all men. So, and that's not the, the Apple way. But, no. um, you know, I do think they could have perhaps put a connection in there somewhere to, you know, just connect it up to you. Yeah, I agree with you to the, you know. Yeah, right into the, the keyboard. keyboard. Why not? I don't know. I don't know. That's why we're not selling... Apple, and we're not working for them. Either. Yeah, because because uh, <laughs> we're we're just we're just not cool enough. I'm so, not cool enough for Apple. No, absolutely. So I get back. Yeah. I load all my photos onto the Mac Mini. Everything seems going swimmingly. Um, and today, um, I was in the office because I worked from home uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, today, I, I get back after there's been some internet. Uh, problems at home. I got a phone call saying we can't get on the internet, and I'm thinking, oh, oh, don't ring up our ISP because they're going to ask you questions. And yep. you know, the tubes are down. The stuff. tubes are down. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, I got back and it had been sorted after I suggested to my daughter that she just turned it off and on again. <laughs> <laughs> Where have I heard that before? Yeah, but it was actually the. I think it was the um, the ISP modem. Sometimes that. Quakes out and yeah. needs a reboot, and I think that's what happened. Anyway, that was fine, and my eldest was um, finally syncing up her iPhone to get all these updates and security updates that mm-hmm. uh, I said she needed to do, and she was having all sorts of problems. Anyway, I got out of it finally, out of her account because we've got several accounts on the one Mac Mini, and then I thought, right, well, I'm going to see if I can do some repair permissions and all this sort of stuff, and. Uh-oh. Then it starts telling me all sorts of dodgy pieces of information. <laughs> oh no! 
and I finally get into trying to do a disrepair, and it says I have an invalid node structure on my uh, Mac Mini, and I'm doing a bit of a Google search on invalid node structure. And I really didn't want to read, but I was. <laughs> it wasn't telling you anything that you wanted to hear. Correct. Well, <laughs> oh at this very point in time, well, we are recording. I'm, to be honest with you, I'm reinstalling and basically transferring everything back onto the Mac Mini after doing a complete reinstall. Now, but is, I have was feeling, that from Time Machine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm hoping that all those pictures are there. Mm. They're not deleted, are they? Otherwise, no. I did do a quick look actually onto the time uh, time machine and the backup, and I I could see them. I couldn't see all of them, which worried me a little bit. But I could see the file uh, in the iPhoto library with them. So I'm hoping that they're all there. Um, I mean, it had done several backups after I'd imported them all. So I'm, you know, it, it should all be yeah done and oh, dusted. God, I hope so. Yeah, well, we'll have to wait and see. But I've got a feeling that the hard drive is on the way out, but I need it up and running again. For I'm back in work tomorrow, and I know that they, you know, because uh, it's holidays, that the yeah. girls are going to want to do something on there. So I'm just trying to get it up and running. Well, have, have you ever have you ever taken it apart before to get oh, at the hard drive? Yeah, lots of times. Okay, yeah, cause... I can get it. I've got, I've got I've got down breaking the Mac Mini and getting into the hard drive and uh, changing memory on it down to about 15 minutes, guy. <laughs> that's that's actually pretty good. Now, there's there there are videos available uh, from a variety of sources, and I well, would be, I'll, I'll, I would I'll be, be remiss if I didn't mention other world computing's uh, take apart videos for the the last gen Mac Minis. Actually, really, <laughs> the the last gen Mac Minis basically just means almost every well, single I'll be Mac Mini since I'll it be came honest out. with you, I actually used theirs when I first did it, but I, I've actually gone and done my own. Oh, well. really? You've done your own yeah. video? Yeah, I did my own video of the crackdown, but uh, it's certainly not as professional, of course, as the, uh, <laughs> the computer one. But uh, I think I used the other world computing one when I initially did it, but now I, I can do it almost blindfold. Yeah, well, after you've done it once <laughs> or twice. Now, that's a that's a two-and-a-half-inch drive, right? Yes, correct. Now, what's correct. the – what's the now, are you looking for – if you do replace it, are you going to get a 5400 or a 7200 RPM drive? Um, it, well, um, I think – I'm not sure whether you can get the 7200s in the two and a half inch at the moment. I know that they, the, the 5400 was really the only ones that were available. No, if no, there's, there are there are 7200 RPM 54. I'm sorry, 7200 RPM two and a half inch drives. But of course, the uh, uh, how much storage you can get is going to be less than the, yes. the 5400 RPM drive. Yeah, well, at the moment I've got a 500 gig in there. Um, hard drive, so we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely need to get a new one, but I'm, you know, I, I think the biggest I've seen from uh, anybody is I think too, you can get a 750 gigabyte, two and a half inch. Yeah, I'm not sure I want to go that high to be honest with you. No, I'm probably not. Sure. Well, you've got all kinds of external storage anyway for that, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you so have you seen the new see. ones? This is going to be an on, ongoing story, I think, to be honest with you. Because yeah. as, as I say, um, it's actually reinstalling as we speak. Mm. So you're on you're on a MacBook right now. I'm on the MacBook. Yes, yes, good, a good old trusted MacBook. Yes, <laughs> 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 which was actually the the MacBook that I bought originally. I don't know if you remember um, as a backup in case uh, the um, iMac 24 inch that I had. Yeah, uh, from it, eBay was taken away from me. So which it was? Yeah, I've had, which it was. <laughs> so this little MacBook is uh, it's becoming it's becoming a dear friend. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, do you normally use that, or does that does your wife use that a lot more? Yeah, I, the the eldest daughter kind of it's it's seemingly recently taking ownership of it. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to like pry it out of her out of her cold yeah, hands. Yeah, excuse me, <laughs> yeah, use it's it. coming back. Yeah. <laughs> But um, more than anything, obviously, the iPad's the one that we all go to first. And yeah. then it's, it's, it's almost become a backup, the MacBook. But hey-ho, hey-ho. Well, now, you're at, at this point, um, uh, you don't, you've got an iPod Touch, right? You don't have an iPhone. I've got a first-gen iPod Touch, yes. Okay. Which is also starting to struggle. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, it's is just that an 8 or a 16? 32. 
Oh, it's a 32. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, are you thinking about buying another one or going to an iPhone? Interesting you should say that, to be honest with you, Guy, because I have been thinking about, um, because they're unlocked over here, yeah, I have been thinking about getting uh, getting an iPhone and perhaps not even worrying about putting a SIM in it to start off with, but that's an expensive jump. But of course, there's also rumours about the new uh, iPod Touch and what it may have. So I'm thinking I'm going to wait and see what the next iPod Touch brings. And that should uh, just be next it, month, I think. Well, yeah, keep we'll see, we'll see. Uh, I mean, it's around this time of year, so yeah. it should be soon. And if it brings with it um, extra extra functionality similar to uh, iPhone 4, and if it puts a camera on there, I think I might go with another iPod Touch. Instead of going um, with the iPhone. Because the cost is just, you know, it's it's a big jump to go from an iPod Touch to an iPhone. Yeah, well, and not only that, but with the iPhone, you know, if you're under contract, you have that, that monthly bill. Well, that's, of course, over here we can get pretty much, because it's SIM-free, there are some contracts out there which are, you know, one much cheaper, and I think there's even some pay-as-you-go contracts as well available. Man. So now's the time for me to go if I'm going to move, but I'll have to wait and see. If I do go for the iPhone, it'll probably be early next year, because I'll have to save up for it. Well, have you you heard the uh, the rumors about, uh, yet again, uh, rumors of a Verizon iPhone? Verizon on the horizon. Yeah, Verizon on the horizon. Yeah, that's that's one of those rumors that comes around periodically. I think it it's just like every know, year. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I think we. I mean, we've mentioned this before, and we've talked about it in, in, in pre a quick pre chat that we had, and uh, I think both you and I agree that we'll wait and see when Steve announces it. That's when we'll believe it. Yeah, when when he holds it in his hand and says, "Okay." Here is a CDMA slash LTE, you know, 4G uh, iPhone that you can buy through Verizon. Then, then we'll believe it. Because right now, um, you know, here here in the U.S. And, and really mostly around the rest of the world, everyone is pretty much GSM, except for and I didn't know this until you told me. Uh, you said China has has quite a few. Uh, yeah, CDMA car- carriers. Yeah, that's right. I can't remember who it is, but I'm I'm pretty sure that the um the, the iPhone in China at the moment is with the second largest carrier or a a secondary carrier, and the largest carrier I, th- I believe this is right is is a CDMA um supplier uh, the CDMA carrier. Mm, well, so you know. So it wouldn't just be US, which is what I was. No, thinking. it wouldn't. But I th- we also mentioned that Apple's not. The sort of company that goes backwards with its technology. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll wait and see. We'll yeah. And see. Um, let's briefly talk about. Uh, we did get some <laughs> some listener feedback this week. Yay! Through Twitter, uh, Mac Topics, who lives in Germany, said that he missed the jingles on the last podcast, which is uh, uh, the one where Tim came back. So it's uh, funny you should say that actually because I, I I listened through and you know I thought there was something missing and it is it is it the nail on there because I I think I missed them as well to be honest yeah, with you now well, now it's, it's funny you said that well I, I'm recording this week so by God <laughs> there will be jingles yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man real quickly at the at the mymac.com podcast we've got a couple couple new articles up that you should check that you should check out. One is from Donnie Yankelo, and it's a very interesting iPad app review called the Air Display. This is basically where you connect up your iPad to your Mac computer, and you kind of use it as a secondary monitor. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people talking about this, and uh, I, I keep think I, I kind of keep semi going for it, and then I see the price, and I think, do I really want to spend that? Am I ever going to use it? So, But he's got the review there. Perhaps it's time for me to read it and see yeah. whether I really do need it. Well, I've got this Acer 22-inch monitor that I have next to my iMac, so I don't think yeah. I'll be getting that anytime soon. Well, you never know. Yeah. You never know. Well, what I, there's also uh, a review of the um, Otterbox Defender iPhone 4 case, um, and that's by Mike Breed. Yep. There's a review of the Acme-made laptop bags from Elisa Pacelli. Pacelli. 
You say Pacelli, I say Pacelli. Let's call uh, the whole thing off. <laughs> and one more review, which is uh, spec iPhone 4 cases. Um, so they are obviously iPhone 4 cases. Yep. And that's by Owen Rubin. And uh, coming up next, we're going to finally, I know we, we talked about this a long time ago. If, you're, if you remember back to, what was it, 299? Yeah, 299, 298. Yeah, uh, where I had put in, it was a, uh, an interview that you did with David Cohen that you guys were having such a great time with that, that you actually recorded a second interview. We did, and there are. For, if you're going to be, if that's going to come up next, I just warn the listeners: there are one or two um, older uh, Mac and Apple related references. So yeah. listen out for it. But we had such a we had such a laugh doing it, so. and it's it's just great to have David back on it in any way, shape, or form. Absolutely. So, uh, if you stand by to stand by, we'll be right back with that. Hello, this is Will Green from the British Mac Podcast, and I'd like to tell you something. I never, ever, ever listen to Guy and Gaz, the G-Men from the MyMac.com podcast. Is that clear? Well, following on from my uh, chat that I had with David uh, the other day about... um, Well, we were talking about the... uh, Things in general when it comes to MyMac and how uh, David joined the MyMac team. And uh, we thought we'd carry on chatting. So, uh, David, you're still there? I'm still here. Excellent, and excellent. Well, we were just we were just discussing a few things in the, the previous segment, uh, which uh, hopefully people heard a few weeks ago. Um, and we were talking about the iPad and we were talking about moving documents over. Um, and actually, I was wondering... Just when Apple and what you think Apple are going to be doing with this um, iWork.com service, which seems to have gone into the background a little bit, it's it's kind of strange. I mean, I, I must admit, I'm n- I'd never used it before I bought the iPad, um, and uh, so I, I, I obviously you see the the option there, so I signed up for it and all this sort of thing, and then I went to the website, and it was like, okay. Um, where is it all? <laughs> I was kind of <laughs> expecting a bit more than this. Yes. It, it looks very, it kind of has the impression that maybe like two or three guys at Apple kind of cobbled it together over a few weekends uh, and then kind of presented it and said, well, we've written some hooks into this and written some hooks into that. Let's kind of launch it as a beta a la Google and uh, kind of see if anybody uses it. It doesn't really, it doesn't have that that normal Apple gloss to it. Um, you know, it, it has a, this kind of flavour of an afterthought, which is very un-Apple-like. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got to say that I've I've had a very brief look and was extremely, much like yourself, a little bit underwhelmed with it and yeah. haven't really gone back since. So it, it just seems... I hope they've got plans for it because I think they need to. Um, uh, there's a lot of people... Everybody knows Pages and everybody loves Pages. Everybody absolutely adores Keynote. Um, a lot of people like numbers, but that... For me, it just unfortunately I'm in a job where uh, Excel just does the job, and it needs to be it needs to be Excel, and mm. numbers just isn't Excel for me. And there's a lot of uh, shortcuts, and I think a lot of it is usage and knowing my way around numbers. So I, I am I, trying to yeah. use numbers more, but it it just doesn't get there. Now, if they can combine a little bit more power in there, and you know perhaps have this online service where you can sync things up perhaps perhaps they might you know people might be more encouraged to move over to the service the difficulty i think they face is that you know the cloud the cloud market is now very competitive there's at least I mean, you name off the top of your head at least seven or eight services that kind of do a, a, a all do a similar sort of thing you know sync a set of folders uh, allow you to access those folders via the web um some of them let you update, you know, things like Evernote let you update documents on the web. You can kind of paste URLs and, and, and things and pieces into there. And then if, they, if those are media files, you can stream them and that sort of thing. So there's a lot of people in that space. Um, and I think the, the problem that Apple faces is that without applying their laser-like product focus to it and actually figuring out how they want it to go, it's very difficult for them to make any headway. Um, and I think they they don't have a long 
and particularly proud history of strong online services. No. Except no. when they're supporting their other products. I mean, you know, Mobile Me is is not exactly their finest hour either. A lot of people used it in the past because it was the only, not all the, the most convenient way to sync bookmarks and, and things and pieces between your Mac and that sort of thing. But now there are so many other services that do exactly the same thing. Um, I think Apple is really going to struggle on unless they really put some effort in. The difficulty as well is that to, to justify that effort, they'd have to, to have some kind of business model around it, and, and all of these services are all available for virtually nothing. So I, I'm just, just wondering whether actually it will probably be allowed to wither on the vine. Um, and, well, yeah, either uh, that or with this uh, data center that they've, they've got being built, which I'm, I've got a feeling is going to be for services um, based based around iTunes and obviously um, I've got a feeling there's going to be music streaming and possibly, you know, even other media streaming. But if I, I think also within that, I don't think they can let this service wither on the vine because there are so many out there. You almost buy a package, don't you, when you buy these products now? And yeah. the iPad is going to be a package. You know, people have iPhones. They're off. I think a lot of people are going to have iPhones are also going to have an iPad. Or if they've got an iPad, they've already got an iPod Touch or, an, or most likely an iPhone. And they've certainly got a Mac at this point in yeah. time. Um, or, obviously, a computer. Yeah. And I think the services kicks in as, you know, well, I want to be able to do this, I want, want to be able to sync. And I wonder, it has been touted by a few people whether that service may become free. And I, I think it would be hard for Apple to swallow the pill but they may well have to go down that route what do you think I, I'm not so, I'm not so sure for a start that the the data center is anything more than just a data center okay uh, I mean I know I know in the enterprise space there's an awful lot of particularly large companies who have a global reach who are just putting data centers in different places just so they've got resilience and they've got uh, a, you know a broad amount of capability I would imagine that the iTunes store and the App Store and that sort of thing requires a huge amount of storage and bandwidth just to maintain the services they have today. Right. So I'm not I'm not convinced that the new data center is anything more than just um, a, another another cog in the iTunes machine rather mm. than necessarily something new. Just purely through growth, you think? Uh, absolutely, because let's yep. face it. I mean, they you know they must be one of the largest media yep. providers on the planet. Of course, um, and so actually keeping all of that going particularly with the i mean you if you, the key thing with itunes the last thing you would ever want to see in itunes is to go into it and try and buy something and it turn around and say sorry you can't do that can you come back later so i think it's very important that they've got uptime and, and plenty of resilience and and all of that good stuff so the new day center may be nothing more than that it just might just be uh, you know spreading their eggs around the u.s a little bit more um in terms of cloud services i it's difficult to see. I, in my view, I mean, not, not that I uh, have any kind of uh, view into into Apple's strategic. Well, we're all, ex- we're, we're, we're all experts when we get it right. <laughs> Absolutely. But if, <laughs> if it were me, I'd be I'd be saying they've they've had a good crack at this with various different services. None of them have really come off to the to, to the level that their flagship service iTunes has. Um, perhaps what they'd be best doing is actually acquiring somebody and turning that into an Apple service rather than continually trying to reinvent the wheel and do it themselves. And then take take something like SugarSync or Dropbox or something like that and turn it into an Apple-branded equivalent that they could then operate on the, on a similar business model. Yeah, well, certainly Dropbox is, is the one that everybody wants them to buy, isn't it? Uh, and it, it, it is a very nice interface and a, 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 a quite a good service. But um, whether Apple would go down that, that route or not... Oh. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, well, I, I get this. I get this feeling that they won't. But I know that a lot of people do say that that's you know, that's a, be an excellent route for them to go down. I think the thing is, you've got to remember everything they do in software and services is all about supporting their hardware. Yes. Uh, so anything they do in that space has to have a really strong, tight link to to one or other of their hardware platforms obviously they have two or three now they have the iPods, they have the Mac and then they have the uh, iPad iPhone OS devices so I think you do need to be able to draw that clear line because I think that is how they think and everything is about if we invest in this, what's the return in, in terms of increased hardware sales and um, that's that's my view of their attitude and I don't I just don't see 
uh, cloud syncing as necessarily something they can make that direct link to. The other problem they're facing, of course, is that they're getting the squeeze from the uh, the mobile phone carriers on data, on uh, availability, <laughs> on bandwidth. And of course, the cloud all requires on having lots and lots yes. of bandwidth. Yeah. If, you have a, if you have a two gig Dropbox and you sync your iPad to it and it syncs all of that two gig to your iPad, then potentially that could be a month's worth of data down the drain right there and then. But but in it, conversely, equally, if they own Dropbox, they may well be able to improve the service so that when you sync, you can have a lot more options on what and how you sync so that you're yeah. precisely not using that, that data. So, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I just wonder whether they, they want to save the syncing and the bandwidth and that sort of thing for the stuff that generates money, which is applications and... and and media sales rather than necessarily worrying about user data that they can't really monetize um, except for a one-off service and, and there's too much competition in that area so I, I, just, it, I just it may be something that comes but I don't I don't see them leading the pack on that now I know where you're going with that absolutely but I just wonder whether I just wonder whether they're improving every time you, you get an update on the store for uh, Apple products most of the times they don't increase the price, so yeah. you're getting you're getting a better, newer, more up to date product for the same price. Yeah. Now I wonder if, because I think we're at a point now where, let's be honest, the machines really are fast enough to do everything that ninety five or possibly even higher percentage of the people that are buying those products, it'll do it fine. They don't need better, newer, faster. So I wonder whether you, they they may have to stretch their arms out and say, well, it's, you know, it's the same model, but actually now our services encompass and you also get this as part of the service. So that mm. could be a possibility. Potentially. I mean, there's all this rumblings that um, Apple TV is going to go away and they're going to go to a more of a of an integrated box model where it's actually inside the TV. Um, you know, that maybe maybe that sort of approach to the service could be could be one way that they would go. Who knows? I mean, I I think a lot of this is is they we all assume that they have this grand master plan, you know, kind of like a big battle, a you know, a role of battle where where it's all right. Well, now we're going to do this. Now we're going to do this. Yes, and it's it. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's not like that. No, I agree with you. Look at what we found out recently. We found out recently that the iPad was effectively invented before the iPhone, and that was interesting. When they kind of fixed, when they kind of figured out that, that they realised they could scale that down to a phone, yeah, and um, and kind of solve the phone problem. So. I think there's an awful lot of innovation and uh, messing around and trying things out that goes on inside Apple, and it all goes in front of um, you know Steve and Johnny and all the other guys, and uh, I'm sure you know there's plenty of other head honchos there who who will never get mentioned who who have an awful lot of input, and they say, okay, well that looks good, that looks good, and sometimes they work and sometimes they don't, and uh, some of them are very very successful, some of them are more successful. I think the iPad's been more successful than even Apple dared hope. Uh, and other things kind of just don't work. I mean, look at the Apple TV. Great product. I really love it, but it's it's not going anywhere. So, um, you know. That, that's very true, and I, 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 I'm with you on that. I, I love the Apple TV as well, but there, there are a few things on there which, you know, could just make it great. But, again, you know, we find out that it's not the technology. It's obviously the way, you know, the products, i.e., TV media goes to goes to market because that was yeah. something else that uh, uh, Steve mentioned of, you know a little while back. So yeah, I I I think we I think a lot of people try and put too much into what Apple and who Apple are, and they try and make them out to be a bigger or a a more you know one world company. Whereas I think actually their ethos is that they just want to make great products. Yeah, absolutely. And let's face it, they their current strategy which is fairly incremental. Um, it's build things over time. It's not lead the market. Everyone assumes Apple leads the market. They don't. They follow. No, that's, you know, yeah. <laughs> pretty much every single product they've released <laughs> over the last 10 years has had a, has had a precedent from somebody else that yes, wasn't agreed. successful. They come in and do it right. Yes. So, you know, and they are making <laughs> shed loads of money doing exactly what they're doing now. They have no need to reinvent the world. Um, no. They are reinventing no. the world, but they're doing it in a very kind of slow and measured and um, very stylish, 
exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's all about the execution. Yeah, definitely. So, um, so they they don't need to go and blaze trails. I think they're quite happy to let other companies do that. I'm sure they watch an awful lot of what Google does. I mean, Google is a it tries very hard to be a, a radical trailblazer, uh, and it's interesting because Microsoft used to be the one that that tried something and then failed, and then tried again and then failed, and then the third time they got lucky with it, um, and they were the ones who often were accused of copying from other people, and yet they seem to have kind of lost their way even doing that. At, yeah. Recently, I agree. You know, yeah. And now they're just kind of constantly refining what they've already got on the table. Um, so Apple's Apple are not are not what their own hype uh, or the, the hype that other people generate um, says that they are. <laughs> and awful is I do. I, it does amuse me an awful lot. I read an awful this stuff on the web sometimes about you know Apple must do this or they will die. And I'm thinking <laughs> let's sit on. That's not enough cash yet to oh, build, a, yeah. build a building out of, out of dollar bills. Yes, uh, yes. And still have enough left over. Apple doesn't need to do anything more than what they're doing at the moment. And even if even if the Apple, uh, the, the Mac and the iPad market took a nosedive tomorrow and suffered a real crash, they, they could, could, they could survive. Five years just yes. on cash reserves. Yes, So yes. they have no need to, to do anything radical. And... Um, you know what they do. I think they I think they they spend a lot of time internally, really refining and polishing stuff, so it's just right and just what they want to do. And then uh, there's a, there's a fair bit of putting out to the market, and seeing how the market reacts to it, and then chasing the stuff that works, and uh, not being afraid to do a U-turn, which I think is something that a lot of other companies can learn from. Yes, I, I think sometimes some companies they they you know they, they defend it to the hilt, and actually it's then to the detriment of not only the product but themselves. So Absolutely. yeah, you're, you're no, right all there. this all this stuff that's been going on recently about Flash. If 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 Apple decided tomorrow that actually Flash they could find, suddenly see a way where Flash was in their interest, you know what would be on there in a heartbeat. Absolutely, and I've said that as well, and I've I, I've mentioned that I've I've had a, a bit of a. Um, a, a discussion with someone who's, who's totally the opposite says no it'll never go on there he doesn't think it'll ever go on there and I've said I think that if, if Adobe produce uh, a good product and the marketplace wants it it'll you'll see it on the on those products definitely yeah but having said that it has to be in Apple's interest for it to do so <laughs> they don't they don't they're not going to do it just for the sake of it no, but, of you know when you not. look at things they have said in the past no we'll never do a phone um, no one they have an iPod with a phone. Who would want to watch video on an iPod? Yeah. Why would you want a an iPod with flash in it rather than a big hard drive? Yeah, and these are all things that like, sometimes within months they've turned around and done anyway because you know what? They, they I, everyone says, oh, that's just fud. They're just trying to spook the market. And I, I don't think, I genuinely think that sometimes they, they just say, you know what? Maybe we were wrong. Yep. Maybe we should try it, and let's just give it a punt so we go in. For a, for a long time, the Shuffle was their most successful iPod. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. I, it's, it's just the way they are. They are not, I don't think they're quite as mystical as their um, apps. I totally agree with that. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree with that. It's, but, it's, it's a company out there trying to make money, and that's what it is. Yeah, but as, as long as as long as they they you know they keep hitting more hits than misses, then then I'll, I'll continue to to be a an avid supporter. I agree. Well, yeah. it's been great talking to you, David. Fantastic to uh, to hear your voice again. And uh, you know, if uh, if we can, we'll perhaps uh, have you on a few more times over the uh, the coming months and years. Fingers uh, I, crossed. I certainly would enjoy that. I mean, it's uh, it it was it was a hard decision to go. Um, you know, when when I had to take the decision to 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 leave, but um, unfortunately, you know, I the thing the thing was, you see, I've been trying to find my my real birth father for a while, and um, you know, it all kind of made sense in the end when I actually found out that I as I actually am Steve Jobs's son. So um, obviously, I, I had to make. I, quite I a... do you know? I've often thought that the the, the likeness was just I know well, as, uncanny. As 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 Dad's gotten older and you've seen the the, the balding hair and everything come yeah. away, you can see that the the family resemblance. So uh, obviously, you know, when something like that happens, you discover that and you make contact with with somebody you you know you want to know all your life. Um, you have to make some changes. Obviously, it wasn't appropriate for me to continue to to do I'm my. I'm sure that. now that people being, understand. Being Steve's son, agree. Um, you know, we've had to make quite a lot of changes. I've got to admit, switching to vegetarian diet was very very difficult. Um, you know, for the first two, three weeks, we were all really suffering in terms of our digestive systems and everything. But now we we all feel really better for it. And the amount of weight I've lost is just amazing. That's It I, really, I, is, I, really I, is incredible. I, you know, I, it, ha it has its downsides. Obviously, getting used to having the bodyguards around the house was difficult. 
but you know there's some upsides to that as well i mean obviously once once i got access to the trust fund we went out for a, a celebration um i left my phone on the bar here in manchester and i tell you having those guys around it really does help because you know what I'm sure the chap who stole it, you know, I can't just try to imagine the casualty nurse's face when he went in and tried to explain why Mirinda was coming out from his backside. I, I, so, I, I can imagine. Yeah. I, did yeah. I read that in the local newspaper, actually? That, absolutely, yeah. It was, it was quite a big story, wasn't it? You know, now, Dad, keep, Dad keeps wanting me to go over and, and, and stay with him in California, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about it. The problem is, is that, you know, Johnny lives in the house with him, and... You know, I think Dad yeah. thinks that having having another British guy in the house will kind of bring Johnny out of the shell because he tends to spend a lot of time in his room just drawing devices, and, pictures, you know, carving things from aluminium and and all of that sort of thing. And uh, you know, he really wants him to get out and get a bit of sunshine. But the problem think... is, is, you know, Johnny knows I'm coming over from the, from from Britain. He wants me to bring some home comforts with him. He keeps like Marmite. It keeps, I bet he asks you for Marmite, no, doesn't he? Bovril. But of all, I, I can't take Bovril into Dad's house. He's a vegetarian. He'd kill me. He would make me work on the Genius Bar in Palo Alto for two weeks, right? And that will be no fun because, you know what, I've spoken to those guys. They say when you get five Google engineers a row come in with an iPhone and say, oh, it doesn't work, I need a new one because it won't run Flash, it's just not funny anymore. <laughs> well, I didn't expect the conversation to quite go that way. <laughs> Well, I just thought I owed the listeners. I, I had a lot of a very positive comments from the listeners when I uh, when I did have to have to go, uh, and I'd like to thank all of them, all the ones who got in touch with me and, and gave me good wishes. And I just wanted to let you know that that uh, I'm doing very well and uh, I'm very happy. And um, you know, I've got an iPhone 4G and you don't. Fantastic, David. Thank you very much. And I good hope speaking to, to you guys. I, I hope to talk to you again, and and perhaps. Well, perhaps Guy could talk to you while you're over in California. Oh, that'd be nice. Superb. Well, thanks very much. Speak to you soon. Bye. (laughs) Hi, this is Don McAllister from Screencasts Online. And I never listen to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Do you know what, Guy? I may well be meeting up with Don in the near future. I think I'm going to have to have a word with him about not listening to us. Well, he should listen to us. <laughs> I'm sure he does. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he doesn't, so that he, was... he, wouldn't, he wouldn't say he didn't. No, nah, that's right. Yeah. Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> what? No, no, no. I listen all the time. Yeah, I'll work that one out. <laughs> it was, uh, I, I hope you all got those little, uh, those little quips from... Uh, from uh, from David there. there. As I say, the references were a little bit older, but uh, I hope you still enjoyed the interview. Well, I just like I just like hearing David on the show. <laughs> now, I tell you what, while I was away, I was still, um, I mentioned um, uh, the first part of the show that uh, I was still able to get to Twitter and, and do a bit of searching. Now, we was on holiday, of course, so I wasn't right. on the computer and on the, uh, the iPad all the time, but there were times in the evening when we were just sitting watching the, watching the waves coming in and I'd just pick up the iPad and, and link up. And I saw somebody mention um, a game, uh, an iPad game. I think it can be used in uh, on the iPhone as well, but really it's an iPad game, um, which... <laughs> it kind of links in with the fact that we were talking about the uh, the Air Force as well. <laughs> oh, really? It's called, yeah, it's called Air Attack HD by Art in Games. Ooh, that sounds um, like I, I love the Air Games. Is it like a click uh, and drag, or or how's it work? No, no. Well, basically, it's uh, um, it's it's a top down scrolling shoot 'em up. Is the best way I can describe it. Um, it's not a side scroller, certainly not. You have to hold the um, the iPad in landscape format, mm-hmm. and basically you've got uh, you've got a. Um, now you'll have to forgive me because I can't tell you what the a plane is, but it's an American plane. Uh, I like and, it already. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's it. You basically scroll along, you fly through, and obviously you're shooting down, and you can bomb buildings, and you can bomb. It's a little bit violent, I suppose. But hey, <laughs> that's boys for you. That's um, right. And you can, yeah, you can bomb bridges and ships and all sorts. And basically, you go through levels, and obviously you've got power ups, and um, you've got to get through the game. And I, 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 I saw the tweet while I was away on holiday from uh, Victor Cahill, and I did mention this on another podcast. Um, and but basically, I, I 
still enjoying the game, but I didn't play it while I was on holiday. I didn't start playing it until I got home um, over the weekend, and I've I've really got into it, and it's a it's a cracky little game, and the price is worth it as well because I think it's fifty nine pence in the UK. I think it's seventy nine euro cents, and it's ninety nine cents in the US. That's that's a uh, that's a pretty good deal for an iPad, and game. it's. And it's a pretty good game, to be honest with you. That's Air Attack HD by Art in Games. Well worth a look. And I have one that's a little less violent. Well, no, I'm kidding. I don't have one that's a little less violent. It's called Modern <laughs> Conflict HD. Oh, by, my word, yes. So, so turn off now if you're a pacifist. That's right. If you're a pacifist, you really don't <laughs> want to listen to this. Um, this is uh, – it's not really a It's not really a top-down scroller. Um it's it's one of those you know you build up your resources and then you're, you're you know attacking various points on the map. You can play as either the Americans, the Chinese, or the Russians. Or I believe in one part you can actually play as the terrorists if you want to. And uh, it, it's really really a lot of fun. It's a great game. Uh, that's by ClickGamer.com uh, on the iPad. It's two dollars and ninety nine cents. Cool. Yep. Cool. That's and this one is certainly something that you just get into. You can go through. You can play it for five minutes, or you can play it for you know yeah. twenty minutes if you want to. But uh, it sounds like your game is a little bit more forethought. I don't know whether you can go in there quickly and get back out again or not. Well, you can you can go into it quickly. You won't necessarily complete a level very quickly. <laughs> so that's that's Air Attack and Modern Conflict HT, HD, both for the iPad. Uh, hey, yeah. hey, Gaz. Yeah. If someone wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do, do it? Do you know, I think they could do a couple of things, Guy. They, they could either send me an email on gaz at mymac.com, or if they wanted to connect with me on Twitter, they just go to twitter.com forward slash gazmas. And if they wanted to get a hold can, of can me, they, go ahead. Well, if they want to get a hold of you, you know, why would they? They, well, they would have they would have to use Indian smoke signals. That's that's the only thing I'm replying to anymore. Indian smoke signals, or don't even bother. I'm going to try that. <laughs> well, I don't anyway, know if I have, see it all okay. the way from the east coast of the United States. <laughs> let's say, let's say they've got electricity and they've actually got a uh, um, a computer. Oh, yeah, okay. oh, oh, one of those one of those modern people. Okay, if if they wanted to get a hold of me, <laughs> they can contact me, uh, guy at mymac.com. Or twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. Now, <laughs> there's one other way that you can contact the show. You've forgotten about that, didn't no, you? I, 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 I waited that. for just a second. Was, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? I'm going to keep going. Uh, you, can also, you can also get a hold of us at feedback at mymac.com. And the always abused and never used telephone number, which is area code 703 Four three six nine five zero one. Call it collect, call it direct, but call it today. Excellent. Yep. And I think that's going to do it for tonight, guys. Yeah, I think if we uh, if we delve into another subject, we'll be going on for another half an hour. So oh, easy. We'll easy. leave that. We'll leave that for another show. Yep. I think. We actually had at least uh, three other topics <laughs> that that we had kind of fleshed out together, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no. For another time. For yeah. another time. Unless you want this show to be over an hour, no, it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> so um, next week, I don't know if Tim's going to be back next week. Uh, I'm hoping I'll be back. I'm hoping Gaz will be back. And uh, stay tuned to find out what happens in the continuing saga of the MyMac.com podcast. Have a great night, everybody. Bye, Gaz. Bye. And thank you for listening to the MyMac.com podcast. Please send all feedback to podcast at MyMac.com. Be sure to check out our other shows, including Geekiest Show Ever, My Phototech Podcast, Your Own Victory Garden, and Sam's Cool Picks. All available in iTunes. 